From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Interesting conversation for you today with Francesca Paviar-Kane, sponsored athlete with Backcountry Access, and president of BCA, Bruce Edgerly. Thank you both for taking the time to chat with us today. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, glad to be here. Francesca, I always love sponsored skier. You must have a dream life. Yeah, no complaints at all. And especially uh, working with Bruce and BCA, it's it's been a true pleasure. Now, Bruce, tell us a little bit about Backcountry Access and, and uh, the relationship with Francesca. Well, uh, well, you know, we got started back in 1994, kind of before before backcountry skiing really took off. So we've kind of been riding the wave for 26 years. It's been awesome. Uh, we invented the world's first digital avalanche transceiver. That's what put us on the map. And then we've expanded on that with a whole line of everything else, shovels, probes, backpacks, avalanche airbags, radios, <clears throat> you name it. Oh. Uh, we did kind of get our start in the kind of the whole free skiing movement because our first product was the alpine trekker which was for high performance backcountry skiing and so that's kind of how i got to know the paviard family yeah so we i actually got acquainted with the paviard family uh when francesca was really young and uh, that was through her father who was uh one of the first certified guides in north america or in the u.s and he was also the chief judge at some of these uh, free skiing competitions that we used to sponsor. So that's kind of how I just got to know the Paviard family, but before Francesca was really grown up. Now, Francesca, backcountry, this is going to be huge in COVID. Uh, no chairlifts for you. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we all saw that huge wave where people weren't ready for the ski season to be done. Um, so they went out and bought or borrowed a rented um, gear. And, you know, I've had uh, a ton of clients coming up to me saying, oh, my God, um, I didn't really realize I would have to worry about avalanches. And this is a whole eye opening experience. You know, how can we get educated? Um, you know, and it's it starts Obviously, the equipment is a big part of that, and education being the other side of it. Now, Francesca, I would love for you to talk with us a little bit about people who are new to backcountry. What are some products that we would really need uh, to have with us on kind of that initial trip? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pick out one thing, but if I just refer back to my experience, um, a lot of times I'll have like a typical client I get, they're like, I want to be a free ride world tour skier. You know, you get that eight year old girl who just watched an event in Andorra and she wants to be the next Ariana Tricomi. And, you know, you have some work to from there, right? That's a long term goal. Maybe that kid's just being blue run. So a lot of times the first thing I get on them is one of those float BCA float bags. Um, for a couple of reasons, it's good for kids who are aspiring to compete and be in the backcountry to get used to skiing with a backpack. Um, but it also kind of gets them hyped, right? They just watched an event where all the athletes were wearing, you know, an avalanche backpack and it was probably a BCA pack. So that kind of gets them even more stoked about it. Um, and then once we really start to talk about that necessary equipment, we're, you know, I'm going to throw a Trekker 3 on them, um, start to 
have some fun searching for beacons, teaching them how to use the probe and shovel. But um, the list really goes on and on, especially when you start to get creative with kids. And if you start to look at snow crystals, you might want one of the um, snow safety packets, the snow study kits, um, you know, really get into my stuff. Now, Bruce, what's it like for you to have someone of Francesca's status who is also a true ambassador for your company? Well, yeah, it's awesome. You know, that's kind of what we're all about is grassroots, you know. So we put more resources into that than advertising or trade shows even, uh, just because I think, you know, backcountry skiing kind of lends itself to a grassroots and educational style of marketing so yeah and jessica's uh well an added benefit is she's a female <laughs> and uh you know we love to have a diverse group of ambassadors uh that's awesome too yeah and i mean i would say what i've really noticed about bca um because i have skied for a couple other uh companies that it does seem like the whole goal of the company first and foremost is that like safety and education component. And, you know, you see that reflected in the business because obviously they have to make a profit to be um, successful. But if the, you know, motivation is first, how do we get people out in the backcountry safely? And then, okay, well, we need to be making money to give those people that like there's a whole shift in the company that then they really start to value athletes that ski for them you know feedback that they're given every year the new line that bca comes out with you see them taking the feedback from athletes and customers and integrating it into the new product so you know i've been really impressed with the new stuff coming out francesca can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with psia yeah um i grew up um, in a family of instructors, so I was uh, constantly in and out of school locker rooms as a kid. My father was the director of ski school at Crested Butte for a while. Um, so when I was in high school, I started um, getting my certifications and teaching almost solely just to make some extra cash um, during school holidays and breaks. And that was all sort of to to fuel my competition dream um, to start off with. And, you know, I competed for, you know, starting some, at 12 years old and competed up until I was 26 years old, you know, finishing on the, the free ride world tour. And I got back into PSIA because it really gave me a different love for skiing again um, after, like, spending so long competing and focusing on competing. Once lost that, I thought I maybe I had lost kind of my drive for skiing, and I got back into the Yellowstone Club, and I got back to, into my certification process, and um, it was just that fulfillment that I had gotten from competing, but in a little bit different light. So, um, I mean, after I got my level three, I couldn't really get enough, and I got my FS2, CS2, um, Telemark 3. I'm a freestyle examiner and I'm working on becoming a telemark and alpine examiner. I love it. <laughs> you must be a blast to train with. <laughs> I'd like to think so. <laughs> what about snowboarding? I know the snowboard uh, 
snowboard's in there too. It's just uh, a little bit more realistic of like a snowboard level one goal right now. Maybe not the three quite yet. Mm. <laughs> now, Bruce, something I wanted to touch on with you, looking through the website that uh, BCA has, you've got such a wide variety of products. Uh, how can people educate themselves about your products uh, when going in to make purchase? Well, most people educate themselves on the uh, the web before they even walk into a retail store, we've noticed. Um, yeah, best thing to do is to go through the videos on our website, on our website and our frequently asked questions. Um, and then, you know, if there's somebody in the retail store, hopefully they've been well-trained and they can answer all your questions. And, you know, a lot of people, they go to an avalanche course and kind of see what everybody else is using and see, you know, what's working and what's kind of frustrating. And um, of course, with some pretty strong opinions, and then they go shopping. That's always a good idea. So Francesca, you caught me off guard there. You said you were felt like you were kind of losing your love for skiing with all the competition. Is it really working with people who are you're instilling a love of skiing with them? Right, exactly. I think that I found a certain amount of fulfillment with sharing that passion. Um, and for so long, it had been I had been so focused on myself that that shift was it was a it was a big shift, but it was what kind of gave me back that passion and motivation. Um, and you know, then you get to add in certifications as kind of the next goal, that next step, and and that kind of uh, feeds in well to competitive personality and bruce i'm curious do you get kind of the same feeling with your company because you're really providing safety for people that want to go out and experience the magic of backcountry well yeah um yeah you know we do a lot of stuff in the field at events and things you know we go to a lot of uh avalanche workshops and sometimes we'll do the the rescue portion of the workshop and get to hang out with people and get their feedback and see, you know, what the level is out there of uh, expertise and what people want. Yeah it's, yeah, it's good for us to be out on the snow. Have you noticed an uptick in business since uh, COVID shut down and our, our reopening, but maybe some fears from people that don't want to specifically go to a resort? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, we're well ahead of our projections right now, and um, one of our retailers have moved their shipment dates up, and some of them are already reordering, and we're getting a lot of direct sales. So yeah, it's. Uh, so I think it's going to be our biggest year ever if we can keep up. That's oh. always an issue for us. Francesca, in closing, I would love for you to chat with us a little bit about uh, again those who are thinking of trying backcountry but maybe a little scared of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's something where I encourage people to get to know what they're sliding on, right? So we're sliding on snow, like there's so much to it. So you can be a beginner and get into snow science and snow safety. And if anything, what that allows you to do later on is it's less of a task. If you've kind of familiarized yourself with snow packs and, and those different aspects of what it would take in the future to get into the backcountry, then you're going to feel a lot more comfortable when that's where you find yourself. So, um, 
you know, have fun with it. Start, start digging picks and start getting educated. Go to BCA and watch those videos. And because, you know, as soon as you get on a pair of trunks, you can go anywhere. And I think that's such a liberating um, ability to have. And so if you can start to familiarize yourself with the education and equipment that you need to get out in the backcountry, um, you know, it's, it really provides that much more terrain and that much more opportunity. Fantastic. Bruce, anything you'd like to say to the membership, uh, in conclusion? Well, um, I guess, you know, this is, this is the year that people are going to probably start asking about what, what to do next if they want to get away from the lift lines and all the, the new rules of the ski areas and, um, I guess, you know, the backcountry is going to be a hot topic. So I think, you know, priority one is to get those guys into an avalanche awareness course so they know what, what they need to do next. Um, yeah, and a lot of new backcountry skiers. And so, so what we're hoping we don't see is an uptick in incidents. So I think the ski instructors have a role there in at least – making them aware that once you leave a ski area, it's completely uncontrolled, like right off the bat. As soon as you step out of bounds, it's no longer controlled at all. Francesca, any words of encouragement to uh, take the plunge? Yeah, I think um, I've had some of my best days out in the backcountry, and so I really – you know, as um, someone who really enjoys sharing my passion, I want to encourage people to get out there. Um, but again, kind of going off what Bruce said, like, let's make sure it's also a safe season. You know, let's make sure that people are getting educated and, and getting the gear as well as exploring and having fun. And the website is backcountryaccess.com, correct, Bruce? That's right, yep. All right. Well, thank both of you, Francesca, Bruce Edgley. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, George. From the PSIA, AASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.